0: Welcome to the Avengers Podcast, where we assemble weekly to binge the MCU and all things nerd, old and new. You can follow us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter at Avengers Podcast. That is A B I N G E R S Podcast. Give us a like, a comment, and let us know what you think of the show. You can also find us on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, wherever podcasts are available. If you want to support the show, you can find us on patreon.com slash Avengers Podcast. We have exclusive content for you to support the show and also you can give us a five-star rating on your podcast platform of choice if you like the show it goes a long way with us getting eyes and ears on our awesome little podcast and we greatly appreciate your support i am one of your hosts brandon i'm scared to introduce my other hosts i'll start with emmy emmy how are you
1: i'm feeling peppy
0: that's great that's great clinton is it okay is it okay to introduce i'm sorry no it's okay i didn't realize
2: you'd have to redo the whole thing yeah (laughs) yes the first five seconds of someone hearing our podcast effin fantastic effin fantastic just delusional and you know you can make anxiety your your driving force instead
0: of it getting you you just ride the wave you know what i mean oh you you are (laughs) experienced at riding those waves sir I think you surf on the side, don't you? Uh, Emotionally. We have a special guest (laughs) with us. Keith, welcome to the show. Friend of the podcast. You might know him as Film Critter on the Twitters. Film Critter with a K, that is. A friend of the show. Keith, good to have you, man.
3: Good to be
2: here. Thank you for having
0: me. Awesome. 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 We're here. You may
2: also know him as the guy who, in our Assemble episodes, does the video recordings
0: yes if you've ever heard a wonderful beautiful edited video slash it's really audio if you're listening to the podcast uh it is yeah, sorry about that oh no it's perfect because we get to see you uh but it, it's really really cool and this really kind of inspired this whole show was you know we hear from keith all the time we'd love to reach out to him and uh, and this is the meeting of the avengers and keith i feel like the world is going to explode <laughs>
3: It worked. It worked. Yes. I am inevitable.
0: Oh yes. I feel like Tony, <laughs> like Clinton's Tony Stark, and he's like, "You're in a binger now, Keith." And like, and you're like, "Little Peter, I'm not you." Yeah, it's exactly. You. <laughs> As we plummet towards Titan, I think all our
2: listeners are Avengers honestly. Oh, they are.
0: We assemble. Assemble, yes, weekly it, but, to discuss the MCU the
2: and all binger, things nerd. MCU and all and
1: things nerd. Nude. Yep.
0: Oh, you guys are so great at the intro, and also I really
1: (laughs) because we just heard it twice.
0: (laughs) Yeah, because Clinton the first time, literally, I get done with the intro, and he's pissed because I interrupted his conversation. Like Clinton's like forgets that we have a podcast, and he's like, "I was kidding, (laughs) I was kidding, joke. It's okay, it's okay." But my face don't show that. No, very dry. Yeah, the great. Are you gonna keep that
2: in? Oh yeah. Oh yeah, they'll,
0: the, uh... they'll get to hear every bit of it. It'll be awesome. <laughs> it's unedited. Oh, they're restarting everything. Oh yeah, they'll hear everything. So. Okay. Special okay. special perks. So.
2: I promise I was
0: joking everyone that is a patron. <laughs> That's a patron. I love that they get to hear it, too. And they're like, I don't know about that. They're going to be like, this guy's an asshole. Now we get to hear much Clinton's an asshole. Awesome. You Uh, get to see the true me over there. Oh, it's wonderful. It is absolutely wonderful. But uh, really, we're here talking about Loki, the full series. We've watched the entire series now, all six episodes. This one really hit home to a lot of us. Emmy, I'm going to start with you before we start anything, because it's a week removed of the finale now. I want to know, Rotten Tomatoes IMDb, did anything shift from our episode 6 review? And if so, how much?
1: All right, so critics stayed the same at a 92 on Rotten Tomatoes. Um, Audiences went down 1% to 86, and IMDb went down two-tenths of a point to an 86
3: Honeymoon phase is over.
1: Yeah. yeah, screw
3: Loki.
2: It was yesterday's fan. I will say I have some friends who aren't comic people. They just lo- they like the MCU, and they were kind of disappointed in the finale because I feel like the finale was more of a, like a salute to the comic heads. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, you know what That's, I mean.
1: I watched it with my friends that I watched all of Wandavision with. Mm-hmm. Um, so the casuals. And, yeah, 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 they're not. Well, Kevin is a listener, so he's gotten more into it. Um, but his wife, Christina, my friend, like, didn't even watch all of Loki. She uh, started this episode like it was <laughs> just like what was what happened in the last episode, right? And we told her, and then she fell asleep in the middle of it. Mm. And I, I mean, this was my like fourth or fifth watch of it. And after Kevin got done with it, I was like, "What did you think?" Because I was still like, "I love it, I yeah. love it."
0: And he brought it he down. Like,
1: He was like, I mean, it was a lot of talking.
0: Oh, people wanted that. I watched
2: the assembled episode. Did y'all watch it that Mm -hmm. came out Wednesday?
1: I did. And they
2: purposely wanted it not to be a all-out like brawl action thing. They did that for
0: five episode five, and then kind of let it almost like be a epilogue at the end, kind of. Yeah, 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 yeah. exactly.
2: Because it's opening so much up in the MCU, right? Mm
0: -hmm. Yeah, no, I, I, it's. And it's also an interesting way to end. We have seen WandaVision end with this big battle. We saw Falcon and the Winter Soldier end with this big battle. You know, this was a really cool take on kind of flipping out on his head. Like, hey, let's just have this guy. He's like, if you kill me, <laughs> shit's gonna hit the fan. <laughs> I, I thought it was. I thought it was an interesting take on the finale, almost similar to Doctor Strange and the Dormammu thing. And I remember him saying, "It's going shit's going to hit the fan." I think. Yeah, now that you That's say that
1: part of that epic, epic writing.
0: Yeah, if, um. if you turn subtitles on, you hear him whisper it.
1: I oh. have to say, I have to say, I don't think that Sylvie killing Kang or He Who Remains is what opened up the multiverse.
2: No, it was branching before.
1: Yeah. So what what did it? It was Wanda. Have you seen that video where mm-hmm. they've synced up the episodes? Yes. And it's the, the time, exact, same exact time. Yeah. Yeah. In the in the finales. I'm sorry. No. That is not a coincidence. Go, go into mm-hmm.
0: detail Amy, for someone who has not seen those like what is it
1: i believe it's minute 27 Starts at the yeah, 30 20, second mark exactly yeah exactly it's like
0: on both
2: shows side yes. by side
1: yeah and it's her when she is humped, going super saying yeah yeah and um agatha says you don't know what you've done that's exactly exactly the moment where he's like we've we've reached the threshold to, I mean, and to he looks. He
2: and that's when the thunder starts, and he's looking around, mm-hmm. and she's powering up.
1: So that Wanda oh. opened the multiverse. He, and I'm, I'm pretty sure
2: this may be something someone edited, but I'm I'm pretty sure the moment he drop, you know, when he accidentally drops that thing,
1: yeah. is the moment when, when they Agatha fall. falls, yeah. yeah, out
2: of yeah. the sky. What? Yeah,
1: yeah, that's yeah. Awesome. Yeah. So that. the multiverse has been opened it's yeah, like,
0: since the beginning of phase four
1: it's done done been done oh yep. man and,
2: uh well there was spe- yeah there was speculation about that but um about is it wanda that did it or is it just he who remains because the plan didn't go
0: it was the end of his yeah play. i i still can't help but think it's the he who remains part and well I, I don't know
2: i don't know if we brought this up y'all might have when i walked away or in the chat because sometimes i skip our our chats but um <laughs> Just ignore uh, them completely. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Did, did they get brought up where when the uh, one of the timekeepers got their head chopped off, that see you soon is said?
1: Yeah, and I believe it was either Brandy or CJ that gave credit to someone in our, um, in our Avengers Assemble on Facebook mm-hmm. that said that. I did go back and rewatch that, and it is 100% it's there.
2: Yeah, it's there. It says
0: see you
1: soon yeah
0: just like
1: what he says. oh i remember them her.
0: i think they they even said that in our avengers assemble Um they did uh, uh on twitter as well that that's awesome yeah that is awesome. um it's
1: at on episode four it's at minute 40 um second 25 i did write that down if you want to go back and check that out too mm. and it's like each word is a second oh so, yeah man.
0: god this the they detail. got it
2: on evp basically <laughs> That's what it sounds like. I watch a lot of ghost videos. I don't know if y'all knew that. Oh do, do you really? know
1: who voiced the timekeepers?
0: uh Jonathan Majors. Uh,
1: yeah, yeah all three of them.
0: Yeah mm-hmm. I heard about that. Yeah, he even, voiced even uh, whispery
1: yeah. <laughs>
0: Yeah, it was weird, but I, I loved it. And I love that he voiced him. I just I love the level of detail this show did. And I love what Jonathan Majors brought to the performance. I know it wasn't bang, bang explosion. Oh, here we go. In battle. Blah, bang, blah. bang. They it, it didn't. The, need, with yeah. the
2: Kang Kang. Yeah. Kang, was, bang, bang.
0: It, it wasn't a Kang, Kang bang. bang. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> I know it wasn't that, but I honestly, I was here for it. Even, you know, like it was just great writing. I thought they did wonderful. Yeah, it's a lot of talking, but it wasn't. It was substance. It wasn't just noise, and I really, really enjoyed that. But It was meat and potatoes. It was meat and taters.
1: (laughs) I have another fun fact that I've been dying to share, and I just haven't. I don't know. I just didn't write it down in my notes, and so if it's not visible to me, I forget it. Um, So do you guys know who voiced Throg?
2: Uh, Chris Hemsworth.
1: Mm -hmm. And it's not just like reused sound bites. They brought him into a studio Mm -hmm. and used new clips of him. They
2: should have made
0: him louder, though.
1: Yeah, probably. But what if he was still, like, "I love that little tidbit."
0: He said, "What if he was like, as long as there's air in my breast, I will." You know, like something like he did. it, yeah. You know, like when he was or, distracting.
3: Uh, ribbit! <laughs> oh, that would be great.
0: Oh, that would have been awesome. Thor, <laughs> Thor's voice just saying ribbit. Yeah, that would be great. Loki, well, uh, we haven't Loki ribbit. It would have been awesome. It would have. Been we wonderful. haven't let Keith talk hardly at all, so. <laughs> I know.
2: Oh, okay. <laughs> keith what did you as a whole what do you think of loki
3: i am a huge fan of the time travel genre of sci-fi in general like my favorite movies are basically like back to the future looper interstellar hot the tub time machine the incomparable hot, hot tub time machine too yeah um yeah <laughs> the uh <laughs> No, but it's a very hard thing to do right, and to balance the amount of exposition that is necessary to get those kind of rules that you have to abide by. And each one game.
2: has a different rule, it seems like. Yeah. Movie. In
3: Endgame, they poke yeah, fun yeah. that you know. So Back to the Future is bullshit. Yeah, yeah like that's that's some of the best <laughs> the best moments where Ant Man's trying to figure out a time heist. Yeah. Um. But yeah, no, they they. It's a very tricky balance to do, but um, to juggle all that plus the amount of meta humor in there and the deep character study of a character we all like everybody like you guys were saying at the beginning of the season um, or the series that you know some people like WandaVision some people like Falcon and the Winter Soldier but everybody can get behind the character of Loki pretty much everybody loves Loki so it's a hard you know mm-hmm. it's a hard character to hate so to get that deep dive um, and then you know People, some people don't love the, you know, the level of exposition in, a fin- in the finale. But I personally think exposition-heavy things, if done well, and with the right talent behind it, mm-hmm. are captivating. And yes. you know, even for those, you know, casual viewers, I think I think that it'd be interesting to see how many casual viewers loved it. Mm-hmm. Because I know the ones that say they didn't love the finale are the casual viewers. But how many casual viewers actually were? we're just as on board as the rest of us type
2: of thing. I, I'm, I'm curious to know how many people connected the dots that that's who was cast as Kang, because I feel like some people... <laughs> not very many. Some people's disappointment is like, okay, here's this guy. He got killed. Like, it's just it's in its own thing. It's not going to continue, but you know what I mean? I don't think that's, they realize that it's been announced that he is Kang.
1: I've had to explain it. I've I had to explain it to Kevin and Ben both because they didn't completely get it. I think...
0: Um, <laughs> It's funny because I think like Marvel is now getting a lot more brave with just like, hey, get on or get out. You know, like I really feel like because before I, s- I felt like they used to cater to the casual quite a bit, especially phase one and even a, m- a majority of phase well, two. You until- have to do that yeah. to captivate mm-hmm. for everybody. I agree. But I will money. say phase, I would say Infinity War and Endgame were just straight up, I hope you've been watching our 22 movies because you're going to have a great time. <laughs> and then phase four is a lot of. You know, like it just it's relying a lot on fans to take that leap with them. And especially Kang the Conqueror, obviously being casted by Jonathan Majors. You lose your shit if you know that. If you don't, are you like, oh, so this guy just died. So what's going to happen now? You know, like so it's it's kind of a double edged sword there.
1: I think, too, that it would have been a very talking about the exposition. I think it would have been a very different um, finale with the exposition had it not been. Portrayed so well by Jonathan Majors because his energy is so. I mean, it's it's really he he really took that part and I mean made it the probably one of my favorite things that I've seen out of the Marvel Cinematic Universe. Like it just the the energy that he brought to that part was fantastic.
3: Absolutely, yeah, a hundred percent agree. Like Marvel's never done me wrong as far as casting goes. They are always. Championing that perfectly, uh, Jeremy Renner. Uh, Jeremy Renner. <laughs> uh, well,
0: yeah, I know you guys hate Jeremy Renner.
3: My goodness, I don't, I, I
2: don't think I don't think it was as much Jeremy Renner as how the character was written.
3: Yeah. No, that's it's, what it's,
2: pissed it. me off. If they would have went into how Clint Barton was and Jeremy Renner was playing, that would have been fine. Whatever. It, it's, no, it's I, Jeremy Renner. It,
1: allegedly, he sucks.
2: <clears throat> yeah, he's a rock legend. You watch your mouth.
1: Allegedly. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah. and kevin feige's in our dms so yeah.
3: <laughs> jeremy renner's in mine and he hears all of this hey
0: jeremy yeah. renner uh, it's not good <laughs> man just get give up the give up the music <laughs> please stop it's good i enjoy it thank you
1: <laughs> um somebody else who i think and after watching the assembled, just really stood out to me was Owen Wilson. Oh,
3: and his yes. when
1: he's doing the talking heads and he's got the not the band, but like the when he's like doing the interview with the camera and talking about the show. He has got a wild outfit on, like straight out of Shanghai Noon.
2: Oh, Oh, with a cowboy hat and banana. (laughs) Yeah, Yeah. he is. But he still
1: has that blonde hair, and I guess I expected him
2: to be gray-haired and a mustache. Well, they they focused on that and they assembled episode about his Mm -hmm. hair, how he was
0: excited to like take on this whole look. And get yeah. like it was not. An, yes, it's still Owen Wilson. It's it's that traditional Owen Wilson performance. But like the look is not Owen Wilson at all. Like I was. I
2: don't think it was a traditional Owen Wilson performance.
0: I don't know. Like when he when he talks, and he's like talky talky. And like when he says little things, well, little little things. How like that. he says how instead of wow. Like there's little. <laughs> there is a lot of Owen Wilson isms in hidden between it. Keys, I like Can we get a can we can we get a wow? Yes, please. Oh, That's I think you're muted. I didn't hear it. So. I didn't hear, it, didn't hear it. it. Am I muted?
3: Oh.
1: Oh
0: no, you're not. Oh, no,
3: hang on. Man. Wow. That's it.
0: That's <laughs> fantastic. it.
1: fantastic. Yes.
0: Ciao. Yeah. I oh. guess in my
1: head too, though. Like I loved these movies when I was in middle school. I loved Owen Wilson, mm-hmm. and so like when I was in school. middle school like ages ago. So in my head, he he should not be this like surfer blonde anymore. Like he should look more like Mobius, but he, yeah, he's, <laughs> he's still fair. the same dude. Still. Yeah. <laughs> I just, I I loved him. I loved the the passion that he brought to the the Mobius role too. And he was just so, he's just happy to be here.
0: And uh, he's so genuine. He's such a genuine dude. And that's what makes you love him. And I think that shines through on the camera too. Like you just, and that's what Mobius, the character needed, you know? And I just, I absolutely, as Keith was saying earlier, just Marvel never besides Jeremy Renner does a casting wrong. And uh, it's, it's been absolutely wonderful
3: ability.
1: there's one point when um tom hiddleston um when they like were talking and like getting to know each other uh tom hiddleston is obviously he's done all the stage productions and stuff and he looked at owen wilson and was like have you done any hamlet or any Shakespeare?" oh yeah, yeah.
3: <laughs> the idea that someone would ask me if i'd even done that yeah, that's re- <laughs> that was really sweet that was a sweet moment
1: yeah it was really you could tell they care about each other as actors yeah. so that just yeah they got close it on better. the set yeah you can tell. yeah it,
0: and it shows through the very end too uh when they're <laughs> hugging as well like i just i don't know i need to see i love how they narrated it too they let tom, tom Hiddleston Hiddleston. Narrate it. yes yeah. mm-hmm. Yeah, I thought it was really well.
2: Yeah. I wanted more Mobius, though. That's one of my complaints with the with the show. I wanted more Mobius. They gave us enough at the beginning, like they gave us a lot of Mobius at the beginning. And then as it went on.
3: Well, wasn't wasn't the idea, wasn't it going to be shot like wasn't it 12 episodes? Who said that? It was like originally supposed to be 12, and then they had to cut it down because of COVID. Maybe it wasn't supposed to be full of 12, but they only got out six because they had to trim it. But like maybe there was an original whole arc that, that is being now pushed off till season two. You know,
2: I can't wait to see where Disney Plus goes with shows when they're not restricted like like we with all the shows so far. We've been restricted because of the pandemic, right? I know. Oh, WandaVision, what?
1: what are you talking about?
2: WandaVision cut out a lot That's of art. Glossed
1: over that. Um. Yeah. Don't
2: don't you don't say silly things. <laughs>
1: Sorry. i listened to another podcast called ladies and tangents and it's wonderful and brandon doesn't like that i venture to other podcasts he just flipped me off
0: oh no i was um, that was for clinton for his comment earlier. what i do yeah. oh. don't we don't say silly <laughs> let's start
2: this whole thing over
0: i'm mad no anyway <laughs> yeah all right cool yeah
1: ladies and tangents one of them one of them always says the wrong word for pandemic <laughs> it just tickles me so like she knows does it, she's tickle, doing you it. Yeah, it d- really does because she she'll she'll be like yeah you know we've been in the middle of this ponderosa <laughs> and it just gets me every time
0: that gets you
1: yes, it does.
0: we work so oh hard for an emmy laugh and that is what gets you
1: yeah we've just been stuck in this ponderosa for
3: so long <laughs> we've been in the middle of this panel planalamic
1: Yep. Yeah, it's exactly I just I don't know what it is and I will do it in real life and I'll start cracking up oh you already you just, just
0: did yeah
1: I know I went, I went to that wedding and I kept doing it to my best friend and I, she was like it's not funny like like I don't know why you think you're so funny we're, just, just we're, doing it. we're at
0: a wedding in the middle of this ponderosa <laughs>
1: like, <laughs> see, look how much you just lost it That's cra- it's funny uh, oh. anyway
3: yeah I got a question. I mean, this has been Kesha blowing my mind um, this whole time. Is uh, Emmy, You're a teacher. (laughs) (laughs) Keith was like, you know what?
1: I was gonna, I was gonna answer that. I was gonna give you a kid story, and now I'm not. I'm not. I love Keith because he's like
3: we we. He's I love like, that Emmy's a teacher. I'm totally. They're talking. pitching it
0: to me underhand. I got a swing. I got a swing. <laughs> that was so
3: good. That was so good.
0: Uh, I Yeah. a teacher. Uh, Sometimes. Yeah. Uh, shocking uh, developments here on the Adventures podcast. <laughs> Emmy is a teacher. More at 11. Uh, confirmed. Yeah. Confirmed a teacher. We always assumed, but now it is confirmed. So it's like our end game. Like the end is here. We we've It's weird with our jobs on here because Emmy
2: will mention she's a teacher frequently. I'll mention what I do every once in a while. We never know what Brandon does. He's like <laughs> he Chandler. never talks He's about his Chandler.
0: job.
3: Because that's the last thing he, I want to do. <laughs> he told me what his job was a week ago in a Zoom call. I still don't know or remember what it was.
1: He's yeah. Chandler. Nobody knows what he does. I had. To, I, we've talked about this. I had to ask him the other day because somebody was asking me. And I was like, well, I don't have any idea. <laughs> <laughs> and like i was like financial and i was like why, why are you
0: asking and i told her and i'm like why do you need to know because i thought she was writing chris evans again <laughs> <It> was like, <laughs> chris my friend brandon would really love it his crap his job is this and it, yeah it was just
1: ridiculous. i did i i i still i forgot already again
2: yeah it's okay kevin's, medical, kevin's the same way medical finance something um,
1: yeah something
2: yeah pretty yeah. close i just
3: know he wasn't good at numbers and now he is good at them yeah and he did say so that, he that in the
0: podcast yeah. yeah that's i used yeah. to hate numbers to and now i i i live and breathe in excel and i love numbers yeah that is true so Oof. what a miserable existence. i love oh. i
1: love excel man oh me i
0: can. y'all I are could. Ooh, if i could show I like, you a formula I like if i could show you a formula i just wrote, yeah. in me. i'll take a picture of it and send it to you it is the most insane I,
2: formula yeah, ever yeah ever. i needed
1: some i like paint yeah.
0: y'all remember <laughs> microsoft paint <laughs>
1: The, remember the shit spray can lit.
0: remember the spray can i used to write nwo on it and felt like such a badass i'm like hey, i'm cool as hell spray can <laughs> I god, just,
2: microsoft I paint was the shit god i remember that Minesweeper pissed me off and
0: solitaire was boring
3: solitaire i love, no, it was, I
0: love solitaire god.
3: i only loved solitaire when you could make the cards go all crazy that was
0: Oh, when you so won—that's when you win. When you end. won,
3: yeah. yeah, you had to win. That's the strive, the big reward. You get to see mm. those <laughs> okay. great shit.
1: Did you? I I hated playing solitaire if you had to draw three. Like whenever you're. Getting oh yeah,
0: yeah. One, you got to do one. one. Yeah, yeah. Spider okay, Solitaire okay. I really like too. Spider Solitaire mm-hmm. was cool. I never played that I until that Microsoft. On my phone. Yeah, I like Spider Solitaire. Mm-mm. I just pull up Paint and do <laughs> stupid things. <laughs> if you're wondering, me our uh, podcast Me and. Uh, our pictures on Instagram are mostly Clinton and Paint. Just for the record, Crystal F. You guys know her. <laughs> yes, um, yes.
2: Her yep. and I made a rap album cover on Microsoft Paint.
1: <laughs>
2: nice. I'm pretty... I,
1: you need to find that. Drop and drop <laughs> that fire most... mixtape. It was in
2: my time Hop a couple months
0: ago. Drop that fire mixtape, sir. Yeah, I'm serious. It was pretty great. It was uh, Off the
2: Chain, was the name of the album. Oh, very Speaking original. Of, like his we mo- are like her mother. Off the rails. Risque.
0: <laughs> yeah, we are off the rails. Just a little.
1: So right, I so know so a lot right? of people, a lot of people were like, oh, this was just six episodes and he, the, uh, Loki, 2012 Loki, he changed so quickly.
2: I know where you're going with this.
1: I saw a Twitter that kind of like helped explain it. And I can't, I couldn't go back and find it after I read it because I was like, I'm going to bring it up on podcast. I need to give him credit. And I'm so sorry that I can't give him credit.
3: Okay. Okay. Laser focus. We got this.
1: So a lot of people said that's only six episodes for 2012. Loki, who was going to enslave the entire human race um, and rule over them for him to change so quickly. Like it was too quick. And so somebody that I found on Twitter and I couldn't go back, and I I read it and then didn't save it, and I wish that I would have saved it so that I could have given them credit. But they were talking about how Loki, in that first episode, he's been going after that Tesseract like balls to the wall, right? Mm -hmm. That is the only thing he wants. right? And then he sees it, and it is useless. It is a paperweight. Mm -hmm. And he sees all the Infinity Stones, and he's like, well, the hell am I gonna do now?
0: Is this the okay. greatest power in the universe? I'll still never get over yeah. that line, right?
1: Yeah, and I think that that really drives a lot of his character development. Him being like, "I this is the only thing that I've wanted," and it doesn't mean anything.
2: Yeah. Also, time works differently where he's at. Oh my god! And we don't know. No, they say that Mobius I know. says I know. that. <laughs> I, know. I just but like we do shit. <laughs> but we don't know how long. I mean, yeah, we get six episodes over six weeks, but that doesn't necessarily mean it's just been six weeks.
1: Yeah.
0: So. And yeah. and also, there's still the rumors that this was in the quantum realm all along. What does that mean with the timeline and how much time has passed? Has it been? five minutes you know what i mean i i don't know it's it's been five years right. like what five minutes and five years with five, five hours, hours five, five hours, hours yeah. Yeah. yeah so that's
2: Which very that
1: would be really funny if you popped out of the quantum realm in front of the avengers and was like i'm good now
0: yeah <laughs> and they're like taking him to asgard he's like no seriously i'm so sorry <laughs> Yeah, i learned a lot yeah and, and what was really what i really loved about the show as well is we saw this Slow maturation through, as crazy as it sounds, Thor the Dark World, Thor Ragnarok, Avengers Infinity War, and this amazing story being told of Loki kind of, you know, I don't know, when he said Odin's son, he looks back at Thor in Infinity War, it hit different. When he died, it hit different. And they had to re re get get this character in a different way and i was like this is gonna be really difficult we have seen this change this arc this turn for loki i was like this is gonna seem almost shallow because we've you know they've already earned it now marvel basically i thought they had a huge task on their hand to Mm -hmm. um to really just i don't know to have to earn that again (laughs) and i thought kudos they Marvel! Did. you did it and that's yeah. that was that's what really struck me about this series is you son of a bitch you did it again and it, it was just really really wonderful job by marvel keith what do you think man
3: i was gonna say the the i went back and watched thor the first thor because that's the loki really before avengers anyways that we get to see and the line from the first second we meet kid loki from his dad saying only one can ascend to the throne but you both were born to be kings what a terrible parenting moment that was (laughs) to not tell someone they have to earn things and work for it and all that you promised both your kids they're born to be kings and now king of what and so he just goes on this search to be king of what and it's like king of new york king of earth like like mobius uh, you know, slaps it all down in front of him in that first meeting. But, uh, yeah, that's, you know, to be that entitlement that he has to, uh, squash, just completely get rid of. It was awesome.
2: And Mobius was a match for him. Like Mobius mm-hmm. was very cutthroat with him. Oh, with gosh. Him. Yeah. He was, he was passionate and empathetic. And then he would turn around and be like, listen, I'm not going to tell you what everyone else has told you. Like, mm-hmm. not, like, tough he didn't love. Said, yeah. Like, it's like, this is how it is. And you're being, childish or this is petty you know he didn't
3: really deal with it yeah yeah I I think I think that the that Owen Wilson's Mobius character is my highlight of the series for sure I'm sure a lot of people yeah I, I love them but you think of like Loki talking to anybody he's talked to some of the most brilliant minds he's talked to Tony Stark he's talked to Banner he thinks of Banner as just a monster he talks down to Stark when they're about to have the big Avengers fight in the in the you know uh what's it called penthouse mm-hmm. um but he never met somebody who meets him shot for shot blow for blow jab for jab who's smarter or as smart as him and just knows how to just deflate 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 and so he i think he respects that pretty quickly about yeah. mobius and yeah. he kind of sees oh okay you also okay all yeah. right cool you've taken away my magic and you've also made me embarrassed Yeah, and i kind of respect that <laughs> true. that's a really good point actually <laughs> Yeah
1: Which adds to more character development, too, that he respects that and so is more willing to listen, probably because he doesn't have magic and can't just magic his way out of the situation. But, yeah, Mm -hmm. I mean, yeah.
2: Well, the assemble episode talked about that, too, of how this character has been in the MCU so long and they've they really wanted to give a fresh direction Mm -hmm. when they did this show, because so much has been done with the character. And we've seen an arc with him. Mm -hmm. We've seen several arcs with him. Right. Um. So they had to get real creative, and I think they nailed it. Honestly. Mm-hmm. Oh
0: yeah.
1: It really hit me too that when Thanos kills him in Infinity War, he says no resurrections this time. Mm-hmm. And I feel like this was a resurrection, I, not technically, but like. Uh, and
0: I, I think, kind of. I, I think I even said it while we were doing our retrospective review. Like, I think we even talked about it in our Infinity War podcast where I was like, I hope Loki's gone. I hope he's dead. You know, like, it, you know, and, and I know that sounds, Heartless. well, because I want that moment to still stay earned. Resonate, like, yeah, yeah, because this was hard. When this no resurrections hard. this time in the theater, I heard that. I felt that. And it was such a deep and powerful moment to me. And here's this thing where I'm genuinely not upset about it when he does the timeline and he kind of vanishes off, I was like, Marvel did it in such a unique way. This is not the same Loki that was killed. And that's what I really enjoy. If it was the same Loki, like somehow he was like, Hey, just kidding. It was just me. I was a mirage. Yeah. Yeah. That, that's that scene has no merit. It has no weight to me anymore. This scene still has weight to me because this is not the same Loki. This is a Loki who's been through a different time and a different set of circumstances who's changed and, and shaped this character that we're seeing now. I Marvel's genius for doing that. I really like that.
3: I think in the I, go
1: sorry. ahead. No, you go ahead. No, I was gonna go in a different direction. okay.
3: <laughs> so so um, go. I was gonna say the two the two movies that we've seen this Loki in, mm-hmm. um, he still mentions and says, you know, I can't I can't count the number of times I've died, type of thing. So it makes you think like the times we've seen him fake die, you know, in, in Dark World. Or you know you're still not trusting of whether or not he's there in Ragnarok. It's like imagine his whole life. Like this is like a, an Asgardian god that can live you know centuries. Yeah. How many times has he faked his own death? And it makes you think like, oh wow, he could have done this you know a hundred or thousand more times. Um, I respect when Marvel did that end of uh, Infinity War when they killed off so many people. You know, and I, I said to Brandon before I squeezed my my girlfriend's hand in the theater and I went, they're doing it. Yeah, they're do- they're, they're raising the stakes. Yeah, you know what I mean? And then I thought as we were walking to the car afterwards, I was like. They're just going to bring them all back. Oh, <laughs> I was like, that's just going to take the, the steam right out of it. Yeah, but they have to kill off some people permanently. And I, I was I wasn't mad when they brought Loki back, but mm-hmm. I knew they had to kill him off in that first five minutes, like they said in the assembles uh, in the assembled special. That was their intention in Infinity War was to make a big statement. Okay, we're going to kill off one of your favorite villains and to introduce and, the and, the and a huge to threat to
0: the Avengers in the very first one. He gave them all kinds of fits in New York in the very first Avengers, and then five minutes we see this new threat come in and complete. It was like Ivan yeah. Ooze taking out Lord Zed. It was <laughs> insane. God. We've seen Lord Zed just completely obliterate the Rangers for so many episodes, and then all of a sudden, you know, so- the, the, the Ooze is back. Ooze takes him out in five seconds. And I thought that I love how Marvel copied the Power Rangers there. I thought it was really brilliant. And I thought it was well done. Very well done.
1: I absolutely absolutely hate how well that metaphor held up. It did. How well that parallel.
0: It it really did. You can't. (laughs) I I hate it. Yeah. You can't argue it. That's why you hate it.
1: But damn.
0: That's why you hate it. Because (laughs) you can't argue it. (laughs) Yeah.
1: Yeah. (laughs) Dang.
3: Very true. No yeah. they have to do that. You're right. Like if there's going to be like a big phase 1 villain and it's Loki. Um uh, they have to trump him in some way. Sorry Thanks. that's I know that's a sore word to use these days but um we're going to take it back, you know. Um the yeah, the <laughs> to like you got to you got to outdo the last villain and right. make them seem like nothing. And that's what, you know, the TVA did with the Infinity Stones and Kang is now going to do uh with Thanos, you know. Yep. Yeah. Whew.
0: Yeah, no. Uh I I genuinely feel like um I, one character we have not talked about a lot of, and there's a few characters I want to touch base on. But Sylvie, guys, Sylvie played a huge role in the series. She showed up at the very end, I think it was of episode one. We kind of got a quick big reveal. I think she was still kind of a hooded figure at that time. We didn't see her. But still, Mm -hmm. uh, Sylvie played a huge part. What was our thoughts on Sylvie throughout the entire six episodes? Was it always like, "Uh, uh, okay, or did any kind of... I know a lot of people were comparing her to Star-Lord at the end. Like, Star-Lord getting emotional with Thanos. And, and you, no, you didn't. No, you didn't. And started and caused the ripple effect of the snap. Well, obviously, starting the ripple effect of the alternate timelines. I I don't know. I think people are not so keen on Sylvie. Especially on uh, kind of the, hey, you screwed up my life, so I'm going to screw up yours. And kind of a linear perspective. As I mean, yes, she was fighting for, hey, you've screwed up a lot of people's lives, but hey, stop and think for a second. I don't know. Sylvie, what was our thoughts? There was I can go back and forth on this. I can take Sylvie's side because gosh, you're messing with people's free will. You're 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 interrupting this huge thing where, you know, you have no authority. You should not be able to do that. But also, you're the 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 bigger bad is looming and you're not taking a moment maybe to step back and say, is what I'm about to do worth the damage i might cause and so it makes sylvie this weird character that a lot of people she's very i don't know uh, polarizing i think is the best word so i i have to throw it to you guys what did we think of sylvie feel free where whoever wants to start i just i'm i'm stuck in the middle i don't know
1: i for me when we first get introduced to her i was kind of like meh okay right But as the series progressed, and honestly, episode three for me was a turning point on her character. Like I really like Sylvie. And I really I get where I get where she's coming from. And I don't think that she is the person who caused the multiverse. Like I said at the beginning, I think it was Wanda. I think it had already happened. And her killing the he who remains was inconsequential.
0: But why would it be so perfectly timed when she kills he who remains for those branches to begin? That kind of doesn't add up either. Like, why is the branches
1: already started?
0: They already started, but does it create more? Does it create further chaos? Is she part of it? Is it Wanda and Sylvie? I don't think just saying Sylvie is inc- inconsequential is fair. I think. She has some, some, like, I really believe that her and Wanda, potentially, I wouldn't just pull, oh, Sylvie has nothing to do with it. I think there was further branches and further chaos created by her. It was just weirdly timed if what she did to the guy who's in charge of time has no bearing. You know what I mean? Like, that seems like, then what did we just watch in the final episode of Loki? You know what I mean? Nothing? I think it just accelerated it. I don't think it started it.
1: Mm-hmm. Okay, yeah, accelerated. Maybe that's a good word for okay. it. That it.
0: I can get behind that.
1: He was no longer controlling the branches at all, and they had already started, but he was still somewhat in some kind of control. And then she, she let all, all of it.
0: She let the dogs. Uh, who let the dogs <laughs> she, out? She let them out.
1: She. she let, it was. It was Sylvie. Yeah. Finally,
3: um, we know.
0: Yeah, yeah. It was Sylvie. Confirmed.
1: One of my favorite moments, too, came from episode three when she walks off after they get thrown out of the train mm-hmm. and she just screams, just yells like I I have been there this <laughs> this last year in the uh, year and a half in this Ponderosa like there towards the beginning. I thought that I was going crazy and there were a couple times that I would just wake up at four o'clock in the morning and just scream for a second yeah. to, uh, just to let it out because it was like, mm-hmm. what? what is the what is this what is happening yep. i i i felt that and oh. if you have never just yelled to get out your frustrations you need to because it's amazing
3: oh i better feel yeah yeah
1: mm, i haven't i yeah.
3: wish i wish i had a moon mining colony uh, to yeah. escape to to go yell like that in frustration sometimes because that yeah. looks so cathartic <laughs> mm-hmm.
1: <laughs> i'm lucky because one of my neighbors doesn't I, I think they must live in like Kentucky or something. And I haven't seen her in forever. So like the, the neighbor that shares a wall with me, um, I think stayed in Kentucky once the the Ponderosa happened. <laughs> and, <laughs> and so I haven't seen her in a while. And so like, I luckily she was not around to be like <laughs> the cops need to come because there's just some woman screaming in her bed
0: (laughs) that's awesome Uh, night terrors you can always say it's night terrors you win so uh clinton what was your thoughts on sylvie like what did you think of the character obviously the polarizing do you think anything she had she did had any merit you did say the accelerating comment i'm just curious kind of I'm really curious. Did we like Sylvie? Did we not? And I'm not saying as an actress or someone playing, like, as a whole, this entire character, especially you, Clinton. you were very opinionated while the show was going on. I'm curious. She
1: doesn't have black hair.
0: After the six episodes go on, I'm just curious. At full six episodes, what were your thoughts on Sylvie? Did you like the character, and why or why not?
2: I came around to her. I wanted her to be more sinister, I guess. Um, But the way they ended up making her was just a product of the shit she's been through which mm-hmm. was fine so it gave me more sympathy for her um yeah she grew on me as she developed at the beginning i wasn't really sold obviously i do wish she had black hair but i did get her as a child with black hair so i knew she had black hair naturally score she's going into walmart's getting bleach from the shells before <laughs> she bounces into another timeline um,
1: smart I, yeah. I
2: don't think it's fair to compare her to star Lord for the people that do that mm-hmm. because um, from her perspective, she's been lied to her whole life and she's been running. Why would she have a reason to believe what he was saying was true?
0: Mm-hmm.
2: Cause everyone's yeah. approaching it like, yeah. well, she did this and you know, it caused it, but she didn't know he was telling the truth. Why would you?
0: Mm-hmm.
2: Why yes, would she know he's telling the truth?
1: he doesn't fight it at all either, which makes me think that he knew this was what was going to happen. He's
2: being tongue in cheek the whole time. The whole time. So it's like he's being a little like, you know, loony and off the rails with how he's talking. And like, he's, he's, he's a little mischievous anyway. So why would you trust him? Also, you've been lied to your whole life and you've been fighting for your life, your entire life. The thing with Star-Lord, like the bigger plan was, In place and it could have happened, but your emotions got a hold of you. And that, I guess that's where they're drawing the comparison. Yes. But it's a very different situation. Very different in my opinion. And, you know, Thanos is bad and you know what he's trying to do. Like get through this and then work through it later. This, she didn't know if he was telling the truth or not. In my opinion.
1: Star Lord needed therapy. (laughs) (laughs)
2: <laughs> yeah I, mean, I think they all need therapy especially the non-galactic characters right tony definitely did
1: <laughs>
3: yeah um i i i think that that you're absolutely right about the, the idea that that she had a plan from the beginning and i said this before like the idea she was going to ful- fulfill her plan and her prophecy or her her methodology the since the very beginning was to take down the tva and if yes. he was the at the end of the TVA, she was going to take him now. She wasn't going to believe anything he said. I think Loki being a trickster, being the type to manipulate, being, she, you know, she has the enchantment thing on her side as far as he doesn't Loki doesn't really do that as far as like creating full skate, like illusions like that around someone just to get information out, like an interrogation. He more so tricks someone shows does an illusion. They, they charge through him like a bull in a matador. And then he, you know, that's. You know, the end of the trick, whereas Loki's met people who are just either manipulative or lying more. And he knows himself to be a liar a lot of the time. And I think he can tell a liar quicker. And I think he just looks at it as I've met people like this. I've done things like this. I know Kang is telling the truth here and I believe him. And Mm. I think that I think that's why he saw through that, where she was pissed. She's done it all her life. She's known one thing. She's going to take down the TVA. And so that's why she followed through with her plan.
1: While you were saying that, too, made me think that whenever she shoves Loki through the time door, that might not have been a betrayal, but more of a I don't trust you to not backstab me.
0: Or I want to protect you from what's about to happen.
1: Well, that's, that's what we talked about, but mm. I mean, it could have also been like a, I don't want you to stop me mm. because I know it who Loki's are. Or both. Yeah. Could be both. Porque no last dose. That's the only, Speaking <laughs> only of- Spanish phrase I know from that taco commercial.
0: <laughs> it's absolutely the best taco commercial ever. It really is.
3: <laughs> I, I think that they both had their last play and I think that when she charged at Kang in that last moment with her sword or machete um, she charged at him and he he appeared, Loki appeared in front of her between and didn't know if she was going to stop or you know, anything like that he just appeared, yeah, that was his yeah. last play and then her last play was hey you're not agreeing with me anymore I'm going to kiss you because I know that you have these feelings and I have these feelings too but I don't really know what to do about them. and then you kiss and then you twist, and then you get out of my way. I'm trying to do this thing. Yeah. And that's yeah, that's kind of... I think the mission I, uh, yeah. came
2: before the feelings.
3: Yeah, yeah. You yeah, yeah. didn't have time for those feelings. didn't have time love for those... Love's a dagger.
2: You know. Love's a dagger.
0: And someone said that on our Twitter. I Gosh, I wish I could remember who you were, because I said, oh, oh, my gosh, that is wonderful. Someone said, the metaphor of love is an invisible dagger is it true after watching this show? You know, like I, I thought like it, it's kind of, I, I don't know. I thought it was very poetic in a way thinking about can it.
1: I, can I tell you guys a secret?
0: Oh no. Are you a burner account that responds to our Avengers podcast Twitter as well? <laughs> no, okay.
1: no. Okay. So when, when that episode happened, episode three, correct? Again, that line Clinton was like, yeah, I thought that was really cheap writing. And, you, and Brandon was like, yeah, I didn't like it at all. And I was like, I ate, that shit up i you win loved it i absolutely loved it they
0: kind of make fun of themselves at the end
1: of they do they do so does it hold
0: more weight for you now emmy after the entire show concludes do you even see more parallels now
1: i i would say so yeah and i just it just i don't know it hit it, it hit that like 14 year old teenage girl in me who's like i'm so misunderstood love is a dagger until it stabs you and like it just i don't know it, it, hit, it hit that emo. If love is a dagger,
2: frame. then she was in love with Kang.
1: <laughs> that is true. <laughs> <laughs> interesting. Interesting. No, I,
3: I know what you, I, Emmy, I know what you mean with the the idea that, you know, the, the kind of younger self uh, relating to it more so because, you know, figuring out love when you're younger is so, it hurts because yeah. if, it, if it doesn't end well or if this happens that happens whatever you've never experienced such a you know a whole you know a whole systems down kind of pain mm-hmm. like that and it is like a betrayal and, it, and even if the person had the best intentions it, it hurts you know it you don't expect something to be so painful I, I after I saw that tweet I, I did want to rewatch the whole damn season just to just to apply mm-hmm. that to
1: every scene mm. that was a cool cool yeah. idea
0: I agree
3: um, I
1: wanted to go back and watch because it's just so different from the end Loki that we have to the beginning. I just I I the character development they did really well.
2: Mm-hmm. Sorry, in a short amount ahead. of time. Yeah. Um I didn't realize how well the acting was for Renslayer until I watched Assembled and saw how she was on there, like in interviews and talking. She's like a she, completely she, different person.
1: She's British. She's British.
2: <laughs> she Hello. almost looks different because she's like bubbly, and Renslayer's always got this stern look on her yeah. face.
0: And you see her in a symbol, and I'm like,
2: "Is that the same actress?"
0: It, yeah, it blows my mind. It blows my mind when. British people can do American accents better than Americans can. <laughs> like Tom Holland's Definitely got me. Yeah. Tom Holland's got the one of an amazing New York accent. You would never know. But then when he talks, he's like, yeah, it's, it's been a dream of mine to play
1: Spider-Man. I'm really happy to be here. And like your British accent is shit. Thanks. I never said <laughs> I, I had a good, one. I have no room to talk. Cause mine is garbage as well. well you,
0: I used to play Xbox and I remember I get on at three in the morning and like used to play them like they're not around anymore the, i used to play xbox not xboxes used to exist brandon used to play xbox <laughs> i am past. but like uh i remember like you would play three in the morning you're like hey guys and it was on grand theft i was like it's a yank kill him!" and like they would just gang up and kill you and so i started like making my voice <laughs>
1: That's like how the revolutionary force
0: exactly and so yeah i would start making my voice a little bit deeper and I'd be like, Hello, mates. I'm just playing some Grand Theft Auto. How are you guys? And I would do that really, really low. And I know, but they would buy that when I would go. You sound,
1: re- you sound like Korg.
0: Oh, okay. Well, then that's that's a win. And I, I swear to you, I was like, hello, guys. How are uh, Everyone doing good tonight? Uh, ready to get a couple of pubs in? Hey, you know what I mean? <laughs> and like everyone's like, huh? okay, mate. And they, no one would kill me at that point. But as soon as they heard you were American, damn, Xbox was a different place, man. It was so fun. You
3: should have said you were Canadian; they would have left you alone. Mm-mm.
0: You said you were Canadian; they're like, "Oh, he ice fishes. Get his ass!" So I don't know. I'm just Tom
3: kidding. Holland. Tom Holland's American accent is much better than Andrew Garfield's. I got to say, when I rewatched Amazing Spider-Man two recently with my girlfriend, we were like, "Why does he keep? Why does he keep dipping out? Like he keeps ending mm. sentences with his British accent. We're like, What's
1: going on? Oh, I
0: need to watch Amazing Spider-Man two.
1: I'm very sorry. Andrew Garfield is British?
0: Yeah. Oh my yes. god, you didn't
1: know he was British. <laughs> you should check him out in uh
3: the Im- oh there was- uh, the Imaginarium of Doctor Parnassus is one of his first big roles and it was one of Heath Ledger's last yeah. um other than Joker. And it was a big British um by the by the same director as a lot of the Monty Python stuff. It was very huge scale um weird weird movie. But he's really good in it. Very funny in it.
0: I've always wanted yeah. to see Hacksaw Ridge as well. I'm really interested. me too. I've yeah. really wanted to see that movie. That, and I think almost. he's very pretty. I think yes. he's very good looking.
2: It's a war movie, but he's the main character and he's a medic.
0: Yes, yeah. it's the perspective of a medic, and it's based, Is it
2: based on a true story?
0: it is based on a true story. Yes, it is. Based yes. Yes. Yes, it is. Uh, but
2: based on a true story, don't mean. Jack shit though, <laughs> There one little element from the story. Avengers Infinity listened, War is
0: based on a true story. So. I listen
2: to a lot of, uh, not a lot, but there's a, a podcast I listen to that's paranormal based, and the Conjuring movie was based on a true story, and um, I just listened to their podcast about the real story.
1: Oh god, I, I so much like different. To sleep tonight. Without well, I'm not going to go into it. On. I'm just saying,
2: like, when they say based on a true story, it's very loose. Yeah.
1: Yeah, of course, yeah.
2: It could be one event that happened that inspired the whole movie. Could be. Yeah,
1: the Infinity War is based on a true story.
0: Oh, yeah? <laughs> That's
1: why I said I said that joke. How did you get the laughter and then I
0: said it was like, oh, uh you jerk?"
1: <laughs> I didn't hear you say it. I'm so I sorry. I thought you said
0: the Avengers was based on a true story. I thought I said Infinity War. Well, we have a tape, so hopefully people can hear back and they can tweet us. <laughs> we have a t- You do this on tape? I do. It's a very old school kind of method, but hold on tapes getting jammed hold on i gotta re- rewind you gotta it
1: change out tapes yeah exactly
0: <laughs> gosh yes okay we're we're back now thank you uh but yeah i, I still oh, say we stuff were talking like
1: about uh the actor's name is gugu Mbattara, and she yeah that's what we were talking about her and b-15
2: both yes, are very British. different in real life
1: b-15 i didn't realize that she had scratches in her helmet for the number of kills oh, i didn't catch that i didn't either and they they talked about that in the assembled mm-hmm. episode i that was I, I, I noticed cool. it
2: and didn't remember to bring it up on the podcast
1: so i don't think you. i didn't have
2: that. notes i'm sorry
1: <laughs> well maybe you should have notes mm-hmm. my notes today guys are on a the cardboard outer um box <laughs> of a hollow chocolate Apple for number one teacher that was not even given to me.
0: <laughs> nice. It is
1: someone else's, and they gave it to me at the end of the school year because they said they didn't want it. That was what was next to me when I was taking notes on uh, <laughs> last night, whenever I was uh, so on the couch watching it. assembled. Yep, I just grabbed it and yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I am preparado. Uh-oh. I don't even think that that's right, Spanish. <laughs> <laughs> el prepadente ain't
2: that desperado's cousin
1: (laughs) yeah i don't know her
0: (laughs) never met her oh man
1: um i they did bring up an interesting point too that i just i thought about it last night they brought it up and assembled about how minutes can seem different based on what you're doing so like right now a minute we're having a great time a minute goes by so quickly but like
2: are we having a great time
1: I'm having a blast, blast. That's a
2: a perspective thing.
1: Oh well, the minutes are <laughs> flying by now because I'm having fun. I'm sorry that you're not, but for Clinton, that, but that's that is to my point. So if Clinton's not having a good time, the minutes seem like they last forever. Clinton is muted. muted.
0: What is he muted? muted. Oh, he taught. Oh, it's too second. late now.
2: It's too late. <laughs> the joke. Too late. <laughs> It's too late. It's too late. It's too late to apologize. It's not gonna
0: hit. It's too late.
1: (laughs) Damn. Well, what were what were you gonna say?
2: Keith's got something.
3: Oh, I was just gonna say uh, talking about Sylvie. Um, The okay, so I don't know about how you guys felt like when you heard uh, the early on stuff about the multiverse and and the idea that there could be some other uh, versions of people in other universes played by different actors. Ooh. Bothered me, and maybe this is a sort of subject. No, I don't know go if for it.
0: This much, but go for it.
3: Um, so, like the, the the DC TV shows already did a thing called the Crisis on Infinite earth called
0: the Flash. Yep.
3: Yeah, the fl- Yeah, so they all do this thing every 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 year. They all do this thing. This last time they did it was 2019, I think. Um, their big thing was all the Superman, all the all the actors that have played Superman are going to come back and play Superman, and I was like, okay. If you're from a different universe, but you're the same the same person in that universe is played by a different actor, does that make sense? Is that any good? And it-
2: well, I, I think that Marvel would explain it as a Nexus person. A Nexus person is the same in every universe.
3: Okay. See, this is the, yeah. So, so I was going to say Sylvie kind of turned me over to the idea that it's okay mm-hmm. that they're different that different mm-hmm. and right. and continue to be different and that's okay and i forgot that yeah you're right the whole nick ne- exactly the same in every universe Nexus mm-hmm. thing i totally forgot about that's that. kind of how oh. they
2: explain it i think and i feel like marvels have this planned out because i think they plan things out way in advance oh they do so let's not say that dc got the jump on them
3: oh not at all no and, and no matter what they wouldn't have done it as
0: good you're on that. an mcu podcast <laughs> keith know Fair. your role
3: who? Well, I, I stay was, in your lane. Stay. I'm shitting on them. I promise. Stay. In your, I, didn't, I didn't like it. It didn't make stay any Stay in
0: your damn lane, Keith. <laughs> We're not going to warn you again.
3: Brandon Ruth already plays a part in one of the part <laughs> one of the shows, and then he's
1: playing Superman and that guy, yeah. the Atom. Doesn't make any goddamn sense. He's well, Marvel's
2: doing that too.
1: Who Who else is a Nexus being? If you guys don't mind my asking for some comic book knowledge, because we know Wanda uh, is. I think
2: your mom is.
1: <laughs> you <laughs> rude.
0: She's
2: the
1: Ran same Son of a bitch. She's
0: the same in every one of my timelines, I'll tell you that. <laughs> I wouldn't change I wouldn't <laughs> change a damn thing.
1: <laughs> my poor mother. Whenever she has no idea about MCU. And when I talk all to right. her about having a podcast about a second, the MCU, Amy. she's like, I don't understand.
0: I'm gonna mute them all. They they can't hear me right now. This is my time to talk to Emmy's mother. So they're all three muted. Hey, girl. How are you doing? Hold on, let me let me slow down some music for you. <laughs> Hold on, I'm gonna make this really good. Here we go. Uh, there we go. Hey, Amy's mother, how are you? My name's Brandon, and uh, I've been been talking to you quite a while now. And uh, if you'd like to hit up my DMs and not allegedly, you can reach out to me at the Awesome Five Thousand on Twitter. Um. Oh, she's in my DMs right now. Hold on a second. Guys, I'm going to have to take this. Emmy, will you take over from here? Thank you.
1: Okay. Who changed my name in the Zoom? <laughs>
0: Wait, What are you talking about?
1: Somebody changed my name in the Zoom to say douche. <laughs> I don't know what. Oh,
3: you- I only knew to move around the boxes. I don't know. I didn't know how to do that. I didn't do that. <laughs>
0: oh that's weird um i don't know who changed your name douchebag but it's wonderful
1: oh my god i i was going to say like when i talked to my mom about the fact that like we i mean we've built like a bit of a following and like i'm like
0: and i hit on you at least once every 20 episodes (laughs) So. But,
1: like, when I talked to her about the podcast, she's like, I don't understand why anybody would want to listen to a Marvel podcast. Like, I don't, I don't, I just, I, I'm just a different generation. I just don't get it. I don't get it. And so, like, I told her about Patreon and, like, oh, this is how many patrons we have. And, like, people are, like, paying for our content. And she was just, like, laughing hysterically. And I was like, Mom, this is, like, This is a passion of mine. And she she does not get it. So the fact that you sexualize her on almost every single episode. I don't sexualize
0: her. I talk to her how I want to talk to her, which she's a lovely woman.
3: We know what the M stands for in MCU for Brandon. That's what it is.
0: Mothers. Mothers. (laughs) (laughs) Mama. Okay. My
1: My mom's name is Pam. And my friend and I call her the pandemonium because she is the pandemonium
0: uh yep i always say damn pam what's up and it's wonderful so uh yeah and speaking of our patrons if you've been listening this long i want to give a shout out to our patrons if that's okay so shout out to our patrons geeky gal jenny conley bryce driscoll evan mathis ty jason webb burrito lodro Rinsler, riley m clark alicia brenner tim hey, Bub yes Kevin Feige is not no okay we didn't get his yet Tim Bubb Todd Walter Elizabeth McDermott Ja Crispy Jeremy McBride Michael D. Katherine Catherine Reed Film Critter who is also with us tonight good to see you Film Critter and Jordan thank you to all our patrons I meant to shout you out earlier but I really really appreciate it thank you guys for supporting the show really really awesome
1: I really want someone to join our Patreon that has a wild name that Brandon will not be able to pronounce. (laughs) Uh,
0: There was a couple that kind of gave me pause. I'm not going to lie. So uh, you can get even crazier than that. If you join
1: our Patreon, just come up with a wild ass name, please. Please. I
0: want to say though, for
2: real, thank you guys. I'm really shocked the amount of support we got so quickly. Mm-hmm. It means a lot to us and it helps more than, you know, yes, yeah.
0: you're keeping the lights on and then some, so appreciate you all really, really good stuff. Awesome. Except for Keith, he's with us and we really don't care about Keith, but everyone else, thank you so much for your patronage. <laughs> We're very, very happy. about it.
1: Yes. So, I'm just kidding. I but, love you guys, so, uh, but you are, you have been fantastic. Keith. Yes, That's you've been awesome. wonderful
0: Keith. <laughs> so we want to, um, so, guys, we've talked about certain characters, obviously, Renslayer, B-15, Sylvie, Mobius, and we've talked about Loki in depth. We talked a little bit. We've kind of, you know, touched uh, base on this. There's two characters I want to cover as well before we kind of wrap up our all of our thoughts as well. Miss Minutes. Uh, a lot of people thought she was going to be playing a bigger part in this entire series. I think there was a lot of, you know, diehard Miss Minutes fans I, I I don't know. What do we say? I, we can keep it short and brief, but I know Miss Minutes, she just felt like more of a puppet, felt more like a mascot in front of everything that was going on. Uh, anything else other than to add, or am I overlooking Miss Minutes and her importance?
1: She was a computer program for sure, but the internet. Guys, some people spend way too much time on the internet.
2: Oh, yeah. <laughs> I think I think Miss Minutes for me I, uh, people speculated she was the big bad. Never once in my brain thought that. No, I will say enjoyed every scene she was in though. Like yep. I was laser focused on her when she, she's just an entertaining character. She was the, like the, is it, is hyperbole the word?
1: Mm, hyperbole is when you like over, like hyper, I could eat a whole horse, I'm starving. Yeah. Hyperbole is like over exaggeration. Yeah.
2: Yeah, she was the hyperbole of the TVA. Like, they were very boring, and she was like this big, huge mascot Mascot presence. Like, she... Maybe hyperbole ain't the word. Uh, I don't think it is. She was the contradiction to the TVA, almost. She was a presence that was there to... It was a complete contradiction to the drab TVA. It was right. very drab and, like... Mm melancholy same same thing every room it looked it was just very and then she was like hey y'all like she had this upbeat tick to her pun intended and the tva was nothing like
3: that
1: she also introduced us at the beginning to the whole concept that was this this multiverse and like why the TVA timeline. exists it was yeah, so, it yeah.
0: reminded me of like wandavision with the cartoon just a quick little thing with the gum and him getting all kind of frazzled and i love the art uh there goes that word mm-hmm. but like i absolutely love the art style and how they chose to introduce us to that narrative and like and variants and sometimes when these little variants go astray like i just absolutely love how they and i'm not trying to you know belittle anyone listening because i'm i was a, i was also a a Watching the show as well, but they almost dumb it down like, Hey, this is, this is the, this is the straight facts. This is what you do. And I I really love that Miss Minutes played a huge part in it in that, in that way. I did not ever want to see Miss Minutes play a bigger role than what she did. I thought it was well done with what she had and she didn't need anything more in my opinion.
1: Yeah
3: completely agree i feel like she started out like a mascot started out like hey this is the the welcoming way of showing you what the tpa is all about and right. explaining things and then all of a sudden she is like the low rent jarvis for a Renslayer and slayer mm. yeah. and yeah or or he who remains she's just like oh yeah no i can i can access do, look these up files this for you and yep. i can do this for you like she was just kind of a you know turned out to be an all-knowing presence that was also at the at the the, the beck and call of one of them. Yes. It mm-hmm. sounds
2: like too, with the, the communication between Renslayer and uh, He Who Remains at the end, she was like the middleman that delivered the information to Renslayer yeah. because Renslayer hadn't met with He Who Remains. Yeah, He, he Who Kangs.
0: He Who Kangs. Yes.
3: He Who Kang bangs.
0: Yes. Uh, last, but definitely not least, we've talked about the show. We've talked about all the characters. We touched base just slightly on this guy jonathan majors as he who remains jonathan majors as kang who will return in the mcu really i think the three of us absolutely loved his performance we were really really gushing about it keith i'm going to throw it to you first man what was your thoughts watching jonathan majors show up as he who remains what's your thoughts on him moving forward in the mcu and uh yeah
3: well i i i was listening to an earlier episode of your guys podcast i think i think it was in the retrospective of the falcon of the winter soldier where i think clinton you talk about how you wanted to be an actor early on Mm -hmm. and learning about that shit and seeing seeing someone nail it out of the like just hit out of the park and be something and play a performance in a way that no one does and And
2: then there's jonathan majors i see what you're getting at (laughs)
3: Yeah, 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 exactly. Um, I see the role you play in this podcast, and then I saw Jonathan Major. I was like, he's almost Clinton. Yeah, <laughs> almost
0: That's yeah. the bar. That's he really the did bar. It. Yeah, yeah.
3: Exactly. No, it's just he he kind of like when given that I would imagine him reading the script and going, Okay, I'm you guys want me to do this. Okay, I'm gonna try and do it different than you never expected me to, kind of thing. And and really take pride in it. You can tell he took pride in yes. that role and, and that very tiny part we get to see of him because that's not that's not the Jonathan Majors we're going to see going forward. No, that's not, not even lot. that's not even the tip of the iceberg, I imagine. So yeah. I'm very excited.
0: Awesome, guys. I I'm just curious if any opinions have changed. If they've gotten even more. Uh, if they've grown in strength since we've talked last obviously talking about Jonathan Majors we all gushed over his performance Emmy where's your head at right now
1: I'm watching the assembled last night he gives me um, and I forget what her actual name is but in Orange is the New Black um, they call her crazy something
3: mm-hmm. like crazy, crazy
1: eyes. eyes yeah okay okay and I forget what her actual name is which is really upsetting but Suzanne I am Warren Yes, yes, yes. He was giving me Uzo Aduba. Oh, thank you. You're like an encyclopedia. That was fantastic.
3: (laughs) I got Google right next to you guys.
1: (laughs) (laughs) But yeah, that's that's what he was giving me. And like that passion for the role because she she plays that really well, and like that kind of like I like I said before, manic. He was just like manic. The first words out of his mouth were, "This is wild." Like. Yeah. It's just so, I don't know. He, he really, he really hit it for me. Um, yeah, I really liked Jonathan majors. Can't wait to see more from him for sure.
0: Clinton wrap it up for us, man. Final thoughts on Jonathan majors as he, who there had.
2: was, there was something I didn't say in our, uh, episode six, there was parts of, I don't know if it was his voice or connotation it reminded me of Denzel Washington, the way he spoke a couple of times. Oh, wow. I don't, the second time I watched it was the same. So like, I don't know why that is, but I think it's just his connotation, the way he's talking in some parts.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: Um, his
3: unpredictability.
2: And, yeah. Just, yeah. I, I I loved, I love the way he delivered this. And I don't know a lot of Jonathan majors, so I might not be the best person to ask, but apparently from what I've seen and people are saying is that he normally has very serious parts. Mm hmm. This was very out of character for him. And even watching his interview in Assembled, he he seemed very just chill and just laid back. I didn't, and so he played that part very well. Assembled, this Assembled episode was also the most intricate mm-hmm. to me that we've seen
0: so far. That's pretty cool. Uh, wh- um, what's killed me is like, I've been begging for these behind the scenes shots like the Blu-rays, that's the one thing I will knock Marvel on. When you buy a Blu-ray and like the special, you know, special bonus disc or something, there's never that much on it. It's and even if you buy a huge three hundred dollar box set, it's like, oh, here's twenty minutes of extras. And it's like, come on, like you buy a Lord of the Rings and they give you like eight hours of bonus extras and scenes. I'm dying over these avengers uh, avengers avengers uh, i don't i don't know why (laughs) they're not even avengers the assembled series is absolutely wonderful this is the content i've been dying for since the very first iron man and they are giving it to us in this disney plus series and i am just here for it uh and i think they're getting better and better to what clinton just said
3: We got to make a big stink about them. We got to make a huge thing on Twitter saying we want more of that. Yeah. Because we don't have Blu-rays. So yeah, let's go with more behind the scenes stuff. And I'm really also
0: would like, oh, sorry. I would like for them
2: to release some pre like this just started with the Disney plus shows, but I would love to see it for
0: movies as well. Mm
2: -hmm. Yeah. Show us some old movies.
0: Oh yeah. Behind
1: the scenes assembled. Yeah. Mm -hmm
0: yep i completely agree and honestly please also uh kevin feige if you're allegedly listening uh can you Please uh, have the Phase 4 content on Disney Plus on Blu-ray, please, because I own everything on physical media for this entire franchise, and you're bumming me out by not having the Disney Plus series on Blu-ray. I'm
1: sure, eventually, I'm sure. Mandalorian I'm hasn't. sure.
0: Mandalorian hasn't, and that worries me. I'm kind of keeping an eye on Mandalorian, seeing how that goes, and uh... yeah, they, and Star Wars would sell just as much, if not more, than Marvel, so
1: Please, please, if not please. more, come on.
0: There's some Star Wars diehards. I'm telling you, they they've got that base locked in, and I'm like, I've heard
1: that that's a very toxic community. It though. is because like it's like if you like certain movies, it's like not like. I don't know. They're not as inclusive. I feel like as the Marvel. There, there's some
0: infighting. There's some definite infighting, but I... they're
3: all toxic, though. I mean, there's a yeah. toxic version, and then there's a peaceful version of every fandom. Variance, man. Rick That's and Morty's true. bad too. Rick yeah. and Morty made my girlfriend uh... never want to watch an episode. Yeah. And I'm like, damn it, because I want to share this with her. It's so funny and intricate and smart. And she's like, yeah, but the Rick and Morty fandom is like. No one uh, b- below this IQ will get it. And I'm like, eh, well, that's.
1: Pretty- yeah. No. <laughs> yeah. I just, if, if, oh, goodness.
3: Don't ever make a
1: fandom Then Yeah. Don't, don't knock them for liking it. That's, that's, it, there's something that keeps popping up on my Instagram that's like, if somebody is like really passionate about something, say like Iron Man 2, don't knock them for it because you're like the worst kind of person. Iron Man mm-hmm. 2 It's like, if they get. I love really how you it.
0: twisted that to get your plug. <laughs> no, I'm going to keep saying that Iron Man 2 is garbage work (laughs) ah we finally are holding you accountable so guys Mm -hmm. we talked about all the uh, main actors performances is there anyone i'm missing or overlooking i didn't want to make sure you know i sometimes i always miss someone
1: okay i have to say kate Heron did a fantastic job yes i i she will
0: not return for season two that's a bummer that's a bummer she did wonderful (laughs)
1: Yeah, she honestly, she really did. Yep. She talks about in the uh, Assembled episode about how this was about self-acceptance. And so I kind of liked that I was validated and feeling that that was what what I got from it. And so Silly I, I did like that. Yeah.
0: Yeah.
1: Um, and then also, I feel like we've got to give props to costuming.
0: Mm, yes.
1: I mean, and I, I feel like I kind of did already, but like also... Just like Sylvie's costume was amazing. And we already talked about how she was a nursing mother. So she had to have certain things be able to pop out
2: her boobs.
1: (laughs) But like they also did like a really good version of like a Loki costume for a female. And they I mean, obviously, they hit it out of the park. Oh, Oh, Tom Hiddleston's. Uh, Hold on.
0: Oh, I'm so sorry, Amy. I don't mean to interrupt you because I think all those costumes are great. I forgot to mention one actor and I'm so sorry. Alligator Loki. Um, one of the most breathtaking and honestly captivating performances we've ever had. Amy, I'm going to let you have a 10 minute little um, moment by yourself because I know you had a dream about Alligator Loki the other day. And uh, I would like you to tell all our listeners about that dream and how much this character means to you moving forward in the MCU.
1: I had a dream about alligator Amy, Loki. Emmy, me go with it. Emmy, just go. With it. <laughs> just go with I it. did. Uh, we were, <laughs> we were uh, we'll, we'll on a beach.
0: The, I think you were on a beach. We'll edit, in this a out. We'll, we'll edit that. We'll edit that out. So keep going. Act like you've just like, okay, ready and seen. Emmy, you had oh. a dream about alligator Loki. What was your thoughts on alligator Loki? We
1: were, we were on a beach. It was, we were on love Island actually. And love it was Island. just right, right after the recoupling ceremony. Mm. Yes. And we were Im- embracing each other.
0: Oh, and and so Alligator Loki goes, <laughs> and you were like, <laughs> "It was wonderful, right?"
1: Yeah, I was like, "Man, I really wish that this was Tom Hiddleston in that <laughs> in that detective outfit." But I guess I'll settle for Alligator
3: Loki. <laughs> well, what was the scale of that moment? Oh, hmm. That's that what was, you did there. Sorry.
0: I got it. Thank
3: you, Cliff. Scale.
0: Emmy,
2: come on. I was going to say something about when you embrace Keith, him. this that is the first time someone
0: ever has gotten this that is a guest. Well done, sir. <laughs> so Alligator Loki was everything you wanted in more
1: well no because I wanted I wanted uh, Tom Hiddleston and the same thing outfit. just
0: a variant yeah, I was about to say it's it is a variant. variant
1: he's not wearing a detective <laughs> outfit that hogs his curve so if if
0: alligator Loki wore a detector a detective outfit you would have been game right
1: okay Brandon I'm, I'm not into bestiality. <laughs> So no. <laughs> I never
0: I never said you were, Emmy. I don't know what the, what the problem was. That'd
1: be gross.
0: Yeah, don't that's weird. weird. I just was wondering what your I fantasy do, about is. I do have with.
2: a serious question for everybody before we wrap it up. Yep. I, I want to know what everyone's favorite I was going to say episode, but what's your favorite scene in this whole in this whole show?
0: Ooh. I'm going to need a second.
1: Favorite scene. Okay. I think I have one. Okay, and I think you guys are probably. Like, I'm gonna go first, and then you guys are gonna talk, and it'll be like, "Oh man, no, that's my favorite. My favorite scene, oh. I think, is all of the Loki's meeting. That just to me was fantastic. All of them on a uh, not lamentus. it was the other Void, one. Void.
2: Void, Void Island.
1: Yeah, Void, <laughs> I- Void <laughs> Island. <laughs> Void yeah. Bunker. All mm. the all the different Loki's, and then they backstab each other. I just that, that I mean, uh, that's good. That's going to be mine until you guys say something better, and then I'm going to take that one.
0: Keith, what are you thinking, man?
1: For me, it's the bookend
3: moments. It's it, as much as I love the Kang and the Jonathan Majors performance at the end. I really love the interrogation and the breakdown chemistry building moment that him and Owen Wilson have at the very beginning him and Mobius yes they just he just he just takes the Loki that we all all know and love and he makes him shut the hell up for a second Mm -hmm. and really think about and admit why he has hurt people and that's not something I would ever expect someone to do and I, I don't know if it's just Loki had his guard down or something and just thought, hey, I, you know, now I can finally tell someone. Maybe it was a maybe it was a big weight off his shoulders. I don't know. But I love that moment.
1: Yeah. That was my second. I was thinking about that. You know yeah. what? I'm I, I, not, not lying. Not lying. I, I know. I know. I <laughs> laugh. uh,
2: first of all, uh, screw you for stealing mine. Um, number <laughs> yeah. two, was
3: called on before you.
2: Number two, I think you really are my variant. Um, that was what I was going to say. The dialogue between the thing that comes to my brain is when they're talking about existence Mm -hmm. in that one scene about belief and free will. Mm -hmm. That's probably stood out to me. Yeah. That part really stood out to me because it really, relatability. I think people fall either on, on either side Mm -hmm. of that. Like, do you believe this is, do you have a free will, or is it just what you believe? You know, so I love that. I love the depthy dialogue stuff. I love all that. The action scenes were cool too. If I had to pick an action scene, it would probably be um, classic Loki's rebuilding of yes. Asgard before he gets nom nommed. But
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> no the
2: the depthy conversation, just like you were talking about, Keith. The, those bookend moments of their their doubt. Dial- and the challenging of Loki, like we haven't seen someone challenge Loki in this way, mm-hmm. in a intellectual way. It's always been like, you know, a pissing contest.
1: Yeah. Which I feel like some of the Avengers could have done mm-hmm. had Loki not had magic. Yeah,
2: but he was, well, yeah, and he Ooh. was bringing an army from the sky, so it ain't really yeah. an intellectual thing you can do. Yeah. <laughs>
3: <laughs> well like it's like brandon brandon mentioned forrest gump one of my favorites growing up and it is a weird movie to watch when you're really young but damn it's like are we all just you know uh, meant to be in a certain place at a certain time or Don't, are we floating around like do we on a breeze? all have
0: a destiny or are we all floating accidental like on a breeze it is the most beautiful line and i still quote that line because it's it still hits home to me I I, like, man, I
3: think it's a bit of both
0: Yeah, and then he goes <laughs> I, I, a bit of both uh, Jenny uh, uh, you'd be so proud of little Forrest
1: you see be so proud he's so smart Jenny <laughs> so smart oh.
0: oh my god that scene hits
1: is that like a universal thing though like I feel like I watched Forrest Gump when I was way too young thank
0: you like, well oh, you guys yeah. judge me for watching it so young on the podcast now you're well, gonna it have it ain't deep- like it was bad I mean <laughs> there's, oh, some weird- there's some, no there's, there's not there's, yeah. but there's yeah. some parts there's some parts
1: but like, yeah, I, didn't I watched way it.
0: worse things visually as a child. Clinton, <laughs> let's talk off air and let's get that all spilled out. So it'd be
2: great. Mm. Mm. You're not qualified that. for this brain to dissect this shit. I don't think
0: you're qualified for this brain.
1: Keith, I think had a point. And you guys kept arguing. Oh, no,
3: no, I was going to say it, uh, if off air, like the, the the moment in Forrest Gump when he asks, he finds out he has a son, and then the first thing he says is, "Is he smart? Is he smart? Or is he like me? Which is the first time you ever get to hear that he realizes that he's not as smart as others, because he's been told yeah. his whole life that he's normal and and that you know and that everybody else is the same and whatever. But that's oh, the first God. time you realize he's smarter than he realized than hey, you all realize. Patreon he-
0: exclusive force Gump review, man. We might oh. have to make that happen. I'll cry, but I don't care. It's great. Gladly, I- I'm into it. Yeah. Ooh. Um. <laughs> So I will say my favorite scene is not nearly as impactful or as deep as you guys went. Uh, My favorite part where, um, you know, uh, was Mobius looking at Alligator Loki. I don't remember an alligator. (laughs) And he goes, who's to say he's a Loki variant? He's green. Yeah, but he could be lying. Well, that makes him more likely to be a Loki variant. It's always a (laughs) game within a game with you guys, which I respect. I... I literally almost fell off the couch from laughing because it was like classic Owen Wilson performance with classic Marvel hijinks. And it was just everything I could have wanted in a quick little scene. And laughter is always my favorite thing. My favorite movie is a comedy. Uh, I know a lot of people hate when Marvel gets a little too campy and a little too funny, but I just was here for that. And I thought it was absolutely hysterical. So yeah. Owen Wilson talking about an alligator being a variant of a Loki. By far, it, it brought the most joy to me in any scene of this entire series.
3: And that wasn't just funny; it was bold. Mm-hmm. It was a daring and bold thing to mm-hmm. bring to and, even and casual everyone, viewers. were going, what? Yeah. Huh? And it's like that's the the some of the the most genius dialogue. Well, that's what. Heard. Yep.
2: That's what makes Marvel Marvel, though. From the beginning, I read an article today about. It was a guy who, oh God, I can't remember. It doesn't matter. It's a guy who helped direct or produce a DC thing.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: And they asked him about why, um, about Marvel versus DC and the success of DC or Marvel to DC. And he talked about the consistency for one, obviously, and how it's all interwoven. And you've had the same leaders the whole time through the Marvel universe. Like you've had the same, you know Mm -hmm. top guys leading the whole thing so it can stay interconnected leadership shifted a lot with dc and they're ran by warner brothers and but he he also said that um marvel's characters have stayed the characters more true to the comics than any other franchise and that they weren't afraid to just be who they were in the comics Mm -hmm. which is what i've said from day one they're not afraid to bring a talking raccoon on screen or they just embrace who these characters are mm-hmm. people want entertainment people want to go watch a movie to check out and enjoy some entertainment like there are dramas and stuff yeah but when it comes and they, to marvel and they, comics and they weave those i don't need the, it grounded but I they don't also weave grounded. those in the
0: mcu like winter soldier is a damn good you know, political spy thriller, (laughs) you know what I mean? And like, and it's a they still stay true. That's what I mean. They can have the huge surveillance, you know, thriller that they have, you know, and then they can have Guardians of the Galaxy, literally the next movie. And that's what I love about Marvel is Marvel is not, here's our niche marvel's like hey we're going to make this movie we're going to make this movie like they just make good movies and they put superheroes in them they don't try yeah. to make good superhero movies or shows and that's why that's the secret sauce man just make good stories and i think that's why <laughs> that's why we have a podcast about it you know it's just good storytelling
3: Uh, when they were showing the trailers for loki i was thinking oh okay i got this figured out i I know this show is going to be inspired by this 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 and this and then you find out later that it's been inspired by willy wonka and
0: beetlejuice and (laughs) you're like
3: oh that clicks so perfect and it's great
0: uh, it's
2: great and you thought it was gonna and they said it in the assembled episode that they loved that everyone thought it was going to be Loki manipulating different events in history, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. which is what the, kind of the trailer, like alluded the DB to. Cooper and stuff like that. Yeah, mm-hmm. Yep.
0: And it was nothing like that. Those yep. were little side things. Just that little, Pompeii. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. All right, guys, we're gonna wrap things up on our Loki retrospective. What? Oh, sorry. Uh, I see both hands going up from Keith and Emmy. Sorry, guys. What? Emmy first. Emmy. Okay.
1: We haven't done the Avengers bar on this yet, have we?
0: Uh, we have not.
1: What better time than the present?
0: Oh, and we go by increments oh. of 0. 0.5. That's how we do it. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, All right.
1: As, as I as I tell my students, let's say that like a mathematician. So it's five tenths of a point. I
0: hated myself saying that. <laughs> I'm so glad. I'm not even going to say anything. Um,
2: if you say five tenths, isn't that one half?
1: Yes, it is. But
2: I so yeah, want you to
3: say one half math teacher. So mathematicians are just, they just like to say things. Yes,
1: yes. they just say <laughs> say numbers.
3: <laughs>
0: as long as I sound smarter than the guy that was talking before me, that's all that matters.
1: It's all about place value, which is hard for some students to grasp. Mm-hmm. And so you have to say it like a mathematician.
0: Mm. All right,
1: well, I'm I'd sorry.
0: Real treat. <laughs> it's yeah. a
1: great time.
0: <laughs> you can turn off the podcast now and we will not blame you. Thank you for joining in our podcast. Uh, hey,
1: you know what? While you guys are coming up with your Avengers bar, because I just brought up math and was a total dick about it, Nader um, has been asking me to do the math on the widows. So I went back last night and I took oh. a screenshot of.
0: Flipping the, to Black Widow. Here we go. Yeah, Switch gears. I know, everybody. I know. I'm
1: sorry. I just I have to get this in here because. Nate has been on me about it. This was my homework. I had to do it because I, that that's my personality. Yeah. someone gives me homework and I'm like, yes, I have to do it, please. <laughs> um, okay. So I zoomed in, not zoomed in. I took a screenshot of whenever it shows all of the widows up on the, on the board and it doesn't give a really clear shot of how many there are. Um, but I could kind of figure out where the halfway point was. And so I had to, do some math and figure out if there's this many this way anyway okay mm-hmm. so it's 55 by 90 which is oh god hold on 99,000 <laughs> no it's not no it's not wow, <laughs> and, a, and a widow ain't one <laughs> sorry oh 50 55 by 90 which is 49 no 4950 So that's how many widows there are. So that means that 99,000 children have been taken, which means that Dracoff has killed 94,050 people. Children. Excuse me. Children.
0: Thanks for ruining all of our nights, Emmy. Appreciate it. Avengers bar real quick. What is our...
1: Nader, that was for you. I'm so sorry.
0: (laughs) What's our Avengers bar? (laughs) I'm going to say... I'm going to say... Mm, mm, eight point five out of ten uh i i really really enjoyed this i thought it was an excellent show i will say the finale was wonderful i don't and i hate to say this i really really hate to say this but that post-credit scene left such that's like your lasting impression (laughs) it left such a like loki will it's not a post it's not even a post-credit scene It's not, they've had like the guardians of the galaxy will appearing, you know, in a future movie. Like they've had that. And this was just a a fancy way to do the stamp and a cool little art direction. No post-credit scene, especially with such high stakes. And I know I'm nitpicking here. Um, I thought Sylvie at times was a little lackluster. Wasn't everything I wanted her to be. Um, and, uh, Loki was wonderful. Honestly, this is my favorite Favorite Disney Plus series, but I still probably... You say that, but you ranked WandaVision higher. Did I? Did I give him a 9? On the
1: Avengers bar.
0: On the Avengers bar? Then I have to give Loki a 9. I, I, I would say Loki is better, but I can't give it a 9.5. It'd be like a 9.25. If it was, or 9.1 if I was going to rate it. So 9, I'm changing it, but 9 loki not Vision was our first though so yeah it's hard to and the bar changes when you get introduced more because mm-hmm. things lower and the and the curve changes but yeah loki i guess has to get a nine
1: i have to give just a okay loki's coming back for quantum mania correct
0: rumored yes
2: rumored, rumored. okay yeah. which is
1: 2023
2: february of 2023
1: Oh, then I just poked a hole in my own logic. Shit. (laughs) Live on air. Okay, because Loki is supposed to, season two is supposed to happen before that, right? Mm
2: -hmm. Which that people are thinking, well, that's not confirmed, though. But people are thinking it's going to be January 2023.
1: Okay, well, in my head, I was like, I figured it out that Loki will return for season two prior to his next ah, it.
0: Avengers Bar, Emmy, Avengers Bar. What do we got?
1: Nine point five, loved it. Uh, I absolutely loved it. Nice, You're perfect.
0: Nice, Clinton. What's your Avengers Bar? And we'll have our honorary guest tell us. I first. think
2: I think that my Avengers Bar. I'm going to recant some things. So, in the grand scheme of things, and I think it's a, a Twitter comment that made me realize it, um, or a email. I can't remember which one, but a listener pointed out about WandaVision, and that's still their favorite because of the 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 notion of grief and what mm-hmm. grief did to Wanda and how she dealt with it. I'm going to have to rank WandaVision above Loki for that reason because I remember watching WandaVision now, that's, which has freaking already been six months ago. By it the way, feels much longer.
1: Uh, what? It feels, no it, it doesn't at all no. to me oh it no. feels
0: forever ago it's weird i'm sorry like it's just crazy because um, every i don't know it's just building and building but and
2: building. thinking of the scenes with wanda and um her breakdown and creating this reality and seeing the whole picture when you know the whole story um her childhood and grief and i i'm gonna have to i think I think I gave one division a nine point five. I cannot remember what I gave one division.
0: It was a nine or a nine point five. I think
2: it I was love how we go back. I was about back to say,
1: into the record.
0: I was about to say I love Emmy grabbing her notebook right when you're like, I wish I could remember. I was like, we've got a. Did record. you write it down? Yes, anymore? she writes it down every time. Of I did.
1: I write what yeah. I said. Yes, yes. That's
0: how she gets the Avengers bar. Hmm while we're waiting for Emmy to find yeah, it. Yeah, it's
1: going to take a second. Hold on.
0: Keith, what's your Avengers bar for
3: Wanda? If I'm based just on the on the three shows, I'd say um for me personally, um it would be Wanda would be a 1, WandaVision would be a 9. Um Falcon and Winter Soldier would be an 8.5 and Loki would be a 9.5.
0: Wow, good stuff. Yeah. good stuff you put loki above all else yeah
3: the, the only reason i would say wandavision is a little bit lower is because they had all these speculations that didn't amount to something and the finale to
0: me was so and
3: then that was the was,
0: fandom that i wasn't
2: i show. understand well, but that was
3: me though i was sitting there yeah. going oh, like what's yourself? this? what's that yeah, what's yeah. going and then but
2: uh, that to like, me that makes it more exciting
0: because it gets the it, community
2: it can buzzing. be
0: a, it can be a double-edged sword it can also be more of a letdown because you've you've you know because the community's buzzing and i've always said marvel fans can write just as good if not a better movie than marvel studios and i feel like th- because we are such fandom of that lore it can be a double edged sword and so i i was yes. the same way i thought the themes of grief and love and loss were huge in wandavision i will never like trust me so it was wonderful but honestly the finale wasn't great and it, it just the, the low key finale was phenomenal and I'm not saying it was bad, but it wasn't great. WandaVision was great. The finale uh, left a little bit to be desired for me.
3: However, if it wasn't for the letdown of me kind of already knowing that it was Agatha all along um, and then going and watching Loki and going, there's no way they're going to show Kang. And then they do it, uh, or at least the he who remains. I think that that you know kind of balanced
0: itself out
3: yeah right like one affected the other by by just yeah expectations
0: wise uh, that's a very good point keith
1: i found it all it's right hard I mean, to find what, because the, we did it after falcon of the winter soldier instead of after what's what's his,
0: what's his binger bar
1: so clinton gave one division a nine and gave falcon and the winter soldier an 8.5 so there's Ooh, and we do a lot of wiggle room. Of 5,
0: So would you say Loki is the same? 8.75. <laughs> no, that's not how it works. <laughs> I know I made those rules.
1: I mean, oh yeah. Uh, fuck it, break them. <laughs>
2: <laughs> okay. So <clears throat> it's going to be a, a nine for Loki for me too. But I will say that I f- favor... WandaVision for the themes of grief because I can relate to them more than time travel. I can't time travel. I'm just kidding. Um,
1: (laughs) Okay. (laughs) It was a dumb joke. joke. And I'm trying to do... Oh, and I just screwed it up. Hold on.
0: All right. I mean, while you're calculating for all the interested listeners... um, Nice,
1: a 9.2 nine point two for the Avengers. Nice. However, if we add in Keith's, well, uh, I, I, hold on, give me a second.
0: I love this is riveting podcast material. Waiting for someone to calculate a number. Ooh, I can't wait for the silence. Ooh, this is great. Nine
1: point two
0: five. All right, nine point two five with our honorary guest Keith. Did, they, did this beat every other show? as a as a group you need to have these numbers emmy that you're having a binge okay for. you need to compare okay
1: now that we have hold on i've i've i hold on this while right you right calculate
0: emmy while you calculate
1: i'm not calculating anything i think,
0: anything. Keith, I think no. keith has heard. emmy raise your head for a second keith is trying to say something <laughs> oh
1: i'm sorry i'm so sorry so sorry
3: boink bond and butcher <laughs> loki bucky vision whoa Whoa. Whoa.
1: you're
0: going to throw that fire on us that that right at the end here I'm
2: going to boink right. Bucky I'm going to bond Bucky and I'm going to kill
0: <laughs> kill I <don't> what <laughs> I don't know the you
2: machine, went that far. The machine so vision
3: the, the thing that structures the question at all <laughs> Ooh,
0: okay so boink bond and butcher Bucky Loki and vision I am going to bond vision I'm going to boink uh Bucky and I'm going to butcher Loki. Ditto Ditto yep. with Brandon. Yep.
1: You're gonna butcher Loki?
0: Yes. I mean he's already been pruned.
2: I'm gonna bond with vision because I could learn everything about existence. You just talk to I'm gonna me gonna... about Theseus, I'm gonna be like, yeah, dude. <laughs> yeah,
1: <laughs> yeah. That would make me
2: <laughs> and then you could be like, Yeah, you're really hot get in the bed. Yeah, I was gonna say, then that puts you into boink territory. <laughs>
3: If you butcher Loki, he's likely to come back anyway. Yeah, that's I the, was say, the time. He
2: a survived a life. Thanos Thanos butchered Loki and look where he's at
0: now. Yep. In everyone's hearts. Amy.
1: Oh, Amy. oh God. Oh Amy. god. Okay. I, this, Amy. Is, this is Emmy. This is a callback.
0: Amy, just go.
1: It's a callback to the beginning the well, middle of the podcast. I would boink Loki. <gasps> bond
0: vision and butcher bucky you're gonna butcher, butcher bucky
1: bucky
3: uh yeah.
0: so keith will be joining us full time emmy has now left the podcast um <laughs> all re- right
3: you know what i got these math facts for you.
0: please <laughs> are you a teacher keith can you tell us all about how you're a teacher Oh, uh, that is awesome so yeah keith what's your pick since you already threw it out to us man what's your boink bond and butcher man
3: i i i gotta look at it the same way as uh you know the the butchering Loki because he'll always come back and and boink Bucky and and bond with Vision. Three like out of four a
1: wholesome, wholesome man. Three
3: synthesoid
1: whatever. Three I out can't of four. Get over three out of four. I can't get over that outfit. It it. I mean, <laughs> right. which one? You've got like five decades of outfits. Yeah, okay. but the the detective outfit. I'm like, oh oh, I thought you meant
3: Vision. Sorry.
1: So damn fine.
0: All right. He looks all right. So we're going to wrap things up, guys. We've been. Uh, you asked me but... to
1: find the Avengers bar. So we had WandaVision at an 8.3. We had Falcon and the Winter Soldier at an 8.375. And we ended up at a 9.2 for Loki. So Loki uh, is that's definitely so the so highest.
2: As a whole, Falcon and Winter Soldier beat WandaVision.
1: As a whole, yeah.
0: Who rated it so low? What?
1: I think I did. Yeah, it
0: was me. You suck, it's Amy. Eight, eight
1: point five, eight point
0: five, and uh, eight. Yeah, you suck. Damn. All right. So uh, that is our Loki retrospective. We are still going to be continuing on with episodes every single week during the break for Marvel Studios. We also will be back when they re- when they release Hawkeye, Miss Marvel, and all the great Disney Plus series. What
1: are we- if is next? Are we gonna Who are, you? are we
0: gonna review What If every single week? well i thought so all right i'm sorry are we not we're doing it confirmed because i just got shit from my co-host live on the air so uh yeah so are we not i thought we were okay cartoonophobic. yeah that's it i don't like uh i don't like cartoons so guys we will continue and we will be back next week with a surprise can we go ahead and tell them what we're reviewing i'm really excited about it and they can go ahead and watch it while we're we're waiting
1: it's Thumbelina.
0: It is. It is Thumbelina, the wonderful uh, story about Deadpool. Deadpool. We are going to be reviewing Deadpool next week. Highly anticipated for a lot of our Avengers. So watch Deadpool wherever you can, and we cannot wait. That's going to be a lot of fun live on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, uh, Spotify. Not live. It's going to be taped. I'm sorry. But it's going to be a <laughs> recorded, lot of fun. It's going to gonna be word. recorded, but it'll sound great. Uh, so, yeah. Deadpool, we're coming at you next week. Guys, Loki. Great, great show. Uh, Keith, thank you so much for joining us, man. Appreciate you staying up and burning the midnight oil with us. Where can we find you on Instagram, Twitter? Please plug yourself because Keith, he's not only a great co-host, he's a damn good artist, and uh, he is just also a wonderful human being and a great friend of the podcast. Keith, where can we
3: find you, man? Thank you so much for having me. Thank you so much for saying that. Uh, uh, Keith Zonders on uh, Instagram. Z A Z A U N D E R S um And then uh, Keith Saunders on YouTube and Film Critter with a K. Critter with a K on Twitter. You can find me there. I, and, I, I don't do much, but I'm gonna do more. There you go.
1: And for um, Americans, Z is Z. Uh.
3: <laughs> wow,
0: Canadian came out. Don't don't What did he say? He said Z. Z, Zed.
1: Zed. Zed. Other other countries call it Z, but Americans call it Z.
0: Yeah, uh, yeah we, sorry. Uh, gosh, <laughs> Keith, you're never allowed back on the show. I'm sorry. No, totally
1: forgot
3: that.
0: No, oh and, and Keith, I I really look forward to you putting out more content, whether it's your YouTube, Instagram, whatever it is, your Twitter. Like you are an incredibly talented person. And I can't say enough that I hope you create, I hope you put out amazing stuff because uh, you are a gift to our podcast. You are an amazing listener and it's been an absolute joy and blessing to have you on our show featured through Avengers assemble and to have you on here for our Loki retrospective. So please create more, just create more because you've Thank got it. You. You've got a gift, sir. You've got a wonderful gift.
3: Thank you and so you- much. And all three of you guys have been incredibly welcoming and, and just a, just the best podcast ever to listen to. And To join has just been so much fun. Thank you very much. Appreciate it. And if
1: you guys want to check out some of his work, he designed our banner currently on twitter and our facebook
0: group avengers and on facebook okay yes yes he did yeah if you look at the artwork it's absolutely insane and we are partnering with keith on other exciting projects as well and we're just excited uh and couldn't ask for a better guy to partner with just wonderful wonderful stuff so we love you man we absolutely love you and uh cannot wait to see more of your. this was a lot of fun yes a lot of fun yeah yeah. you're welcome back anytime sir you're
2: uh my variant keith And um, I'm glad I met my
0: variant. Yep. Yeah. It's wonderful. You You are the alligator to uh, Clinton's Loki. (laughs) (laughs) Yes. Yes. All right, guys. I'll send you a Valentine's card. That says that. (laughs) <laughs> he'll do it he'll do it. he'll even pay that extra postage to canada don't don't think he won't so all right, so guys, we're about to head on out of here. Any final thoughts and words altogether, Clinton on Loki and this podcast before we head on out of here
1: omnia tempest enum semper
2: o <laughs>